Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Milwaukee, start your engines. It's time to talk about all things racing. NASCAR. IndyCar, sports cars, and Formula One. This is the Final Inspection Show, presented by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove. Now, here's your host, Steve Zockey. Welcome to the Final Inspection Show, brought to you by, of course, the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove. Beautiful day, Labor Day weekend. Make sure you get out to Great Lakes Dragway. Lots of stuff going on at Great Lakes Dragway. Of course, Labor Day weekend was one of their biggest weekends of the year, so make sure you get out there. Enjoy this fantastic weather this weekend in southeastern Wisconsin. Also, David Hobbs Honda. Make sure to check out davidhobbs.com for all the latest and new and used vehicles. Lots of choices. Not only for Honda, but they also have a wide selection of used vehicles. Uh, an abbreviated show, but lots of stuff going on. Of course, this weekend with NASCAR and Darlington. And uh, we got Packer Cuts. We'll be updating those as they come down from Green Bay in our uh, reporter up there, Mike Clemens. Lots of stuff going on there. So uh, I did want to touch base on some uh, news that came out of uh, Spa Franker Champs in uh, Belgium this morning. Uh, the uh, Formula 2 race, unfortunately, bad accident lap 2. And uh, Formula 2 driver, Renault driver Antoine uh, Antoine uh, Hubert was killed in a crash at Spa this morning. Uh, the Formula 2 driver was the current GP3 champion and was a uh, driver, uh, was on the Renault kind of like farm team, if you want. And, of course, F2 is the kind of feeder system for Formula 1. It was a uh, accident that came out of Eau uh, Rouge with a very, very high, fast corner, kind of a blind corner. He came out of the uh, of the uh, uh, right-hander, seemed to lose control, overcorrected, had hit the wall head-on on the left-hand side, and then rebounded back onto the track and was collected by another driver who also received injuries, although not life-threatening. So uh, uh, certainly thoughts and prayers to the Hubert family and that tragedy in Spa today. Uh, another news at Spa, it was Ferrari sweeping the front row with uh, Charles Leclerc uh, winning the pole with Sebastian Vettel on the front row, Mercedes on row two. So Spa this weekend, the Belgian Grand Prix. We have IndyCar in Portland and qualifying will be occurring uh, shortly. And, of course, Darlington NASCAR where uh, – it was uh, Dave uh, Blaney, Ryan Blaney on the pole for the Xfinity Series, driving the second Penske car, and uh, 
So we got a couple of drivers in the cup in the uh, Xfinity race that will occur later this afternoon. So Ryan Blaney, your pole winner, and uh, just a full full see a full full schedule of st- stuff occurring. Of course, Mayor Mitch in studio with me, and of course Packer cuts too. Yeah, lovely Those Labor Day weekend, and uh, now a bunch of guys lose their jobs across the NFL, and there's there's you know, a bunch that's coming out. Couple, me not real surprises, but I, I think the the couple the, the I guess the the main thing was the kicking, and uh, uh, Sam Ficken was released. Now there was some thought of the Packers maybe keeping two kickers through week one. Yeah, maybe because of the Bears situation, but they did not. So uh, Sam Ficken was released. His phone is ringing probably at the moment, and he's probably trying to yeah. decide which I, I team have should not, I go to. I have not seen anything, but I would imagine the Bears will be calling him week before week one because they need a kicker, and you know whatever little insight he can provide into the uh, the confines of twelve sixty five, I'm sure the Bears would gladly take heading into the game on Thursday. Yes, very true. And then of course, Jamon Moore, cut wide receiver, yep. fourth round draft pick, just never panned out in Green Bay, did he? <laughs> Did he even do anything in preseason? I mean, did he no, even play? He didn't. He went out. He, he left camp with a whimper. Uh, I think it was Mike Clemens uh, mentioned it on the show the other day that he basically cleaned out his locker after the game on Thursday. He knew evening. it. He knew. So Justin McCray also was uh, cut. James Looney, uh, Brady Sheldon, uh, Malcolm Johnson, who was a fullback, uh, was waived. He had a shoulder injury. Also fullback Tommy Bohannon, uh, offensive lineman Gerhard DeBeer, who a lot of people was kind yeah. of a fan favorite because South of his Africa name. native, and he's got a good uh, a good name that would fit in well. But uh, obviously, the organization didn't didn't necessarily agree. Cornerback uh, Camby and uh, Ento, wide receiver Teal Redding, uh, who had a couple catches and a couple drops. Uh, it was a numbers game with them. Uh, safety Trey Matthews, who had a lot of playing time on Thursday, he did not make. He might get a look at another team. Might take a look at him or mm-hmm. end up on a practice squad somewhere. Uh, wide receiver Malik Taylor, uh, tight end Farrell McKeever, who also played a lot on Thursday evening. Offensive lineman Anthony Coyle, Jackson Porter, the cornerback. Defensive lineman Deion Sanders, uh, cornerback Jacquez Khalil, uh, cornerback, cornerback Nadil Rouse, and offensive lineman Dijon Allen. No real big surprises there, but we have more coming down. Pretty pretty straightforward so far, but uh, probably the biggest surprise of the day, I guess, would be Justin McRae, the guy you thought might be Posse, yep. that that eighth lineman. Sure, you know, kind of versatile like most backup linemen are these days. Didn't uh, didn't make the team, although I, I guess in his time in Green Bay, he wasn't necessarily the most uh, productive. So I guess it's not that much of a shock. But it was a guy that you thought would probably be, you know, pretty safely in there. But I guess not. And as far as other cuts for me, I don't know what the Packers are going to do because I think they kind of got their their shocking one out of the way early with Mike yes. Daniels, and uh, we'll see. Maybe Lane Taylor goes? I hope not. I hope we need that depth, and I, I think I think I hope they're – hopefully they're smart enough to realize that. You know, uh, another report out is that the Cowboys and Ezekiel Elliott getting closer. Imagine that. There we go. So Needed uh, that one for the fantasy funny. team. Exactly. That's what I was just thinking of. Well, for somebody like me who has five fantasy drafts coming up between uh, tomorrow and Tuesday. Right. Uh, yeah, he's, he, where do you draft Ezekiel well, Elliott? I'm in a keeper league, and, you know, I have to keep him, right? Because he's when he's there, he's a top 10 fantasy guy. And, you know, my thought is, well, as soon as I don't keep him, you know, right. he's going to sign tomorrow. Exactly. And then if I do keep him, he's going to sit out the whole year. 
He's going to pull Le'Veon Bell. Some other notable uh, uh, cuts throughout the league. 49ers releasing uh, wide receiver Jordan Matthews. Mm -hmm. uh, Brian Cox Jr. Uh, was waived by the Panthers. Uh, Tank Carradine got released by the Dolphins. And, uh, and Brian Hoyer got released as Brian, well. Brian, that from was New the one I was just looking at. Yeah, Brian Hoyer. So you wonder, of course, all the Packers. That's, that's, that's tempting for me. Yeah, yeah. Um, because there are ties to Green Bay. Right. I mean, he played under Mike Pettin in Cleveland. And the Packers, let's be honest, they need a backup quarterback. Right. I think it's time to time to face a facts. real a real backup quarterback. Correct. Because if the defense is supposed to be as good and 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 what kind of looks like they could be, uh, if something let's say does happen, and I'm talking like a game or two, where whether it's a turned ankle or something where you want to sit them up for a game or two, when you just have a team that maybe you know if we if we keep the opposing team under 17 points, you want to put a quarterback in there that can at least get you a couple touchdowns. So yeah, no question uh, about another. That. Some other notable cuts: those who uh, watch Hard Knocks, uh, Keelan Doss, unfortunately, did not make the Raiders team. Oh wow! So he is out, but uh, he, he, I think he's one that will probably end up on a practice squad on on the Raiders, if not somewhere else. Yeah, I mean, a lot of these guys will catch on somewhere, and you know, I've seen numbers: some, you know, a thousand some guys are going to lose their jobs, but a decent percentage of those guys will, you know, get either some sort of injury settlement. You know, guy, young guys that come in and get a major injury and then end up getting cut. They, they get an injury settlement, which is only fair. And then, so, so, you know, they get, they get something for their time and people say guys don't get paid for preseason. I'm sure they do. They get something, right? You, yeah. It's just not, you know, an NFL week one game check. Exactly. So they, you're, they're making probably, you know, 50, 60 K for the couple months. Turning back our attention on to the world of motorsports, uh, IndyCar is in Portland for the Grand Prix of Portland, and the combined results of practice and uh, warm-up is uh, yesterday. Uh, we have Colton Herta has been your quickest rookie, hot rookie, with Alexander Rossi, uh, who's fighting for a championship with uh, uh, Simon Pagino and Joseph Newgarden. Uh, Scott Dixon, third, with uh, Newgarden, who's leading the championship in fourth. Marco Andretti at fifth, who's been struggling as of late. And then Sebastian Bourdais, James Hinchcliffe, Will Power, Zach Veach in the top ten, along with Felix Rosenquist uh, for those title com uh, contenders. So you have Rossi in uh, uh, was second quick with qualifying occurring this afternoon. Simon Paginal, a disappointing 13th with, uh, you know, Joseph Newgarden fourth, who at this point just wants to hold point and uh, just keep the other two guys behind him if he does that. Then everything is fine. And let's see here. What else do we have? We have, of course, NASCAR is in Darlington, and we're going to be talking more about this uh, in the in the next upcoming segments. We're uh, with Jeff Orlowski and Dennis Michelson, where we talk about the throwback schemes. Everything's a throwback this weekend in Darlington, and uh, well, there's some good ones and uh, maybe not so good ones. And uh, happy hour practice. Uh, for uh, the Bojangles Southern 500 Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series at Darlington. And at the top five, we had uh, Ricky Stenhouse, uh, Kyle Larson, Will Byron. It was in the Cool City Chevrolet, if you remember Days of Thunder. That's the, the green and yellow car. Uh, his is painted up like that. You have uh, Kurt Busch, number one and fourth. And Matt DiBenedetto, of course, O Guido in the number five. Uh, number 95 Toyota uh, in your top five with the slowest Joey Gase in the 66 car. 
So it'll be interesting to see what occurs coming up here with Darlington tomorrow evening. And let's see here. We have a what's what something just flashed over a Ryan Wood tweet. Breaking news and uh, just basically saying, oh, okay, that's old. That's the Ryan Hoyer. Brian Hoyer, Brian Hoyer. Oh, may retire and join a coaching staff. So really? that's one, yeah. So interesting news there. Or could he be in a <laughs> Packer uniform? Because you know, speculation on a, all these fan boards and whatnot. Everybody's talking about that. That everybody loves to talk about backup quarterbacks, don't they, Mitch? Well, I mean, in that's that's Packer Nation kind of in general. I mean, we're people don't fight over it, but they definitely discuss. You know, we're talking fifty second and fifty third men on the roster here. You know, guys that are probably special teamers, you know. The Packers have a lot of talent on their offense, I think, that a lot of decisions that are probably going to be coming here that are going to go to the wire. I mean, do they keep four running backs? I doubt it. But you kind of might want to because of Aaron Jones being fragile. I think you're talking 15, 15, 20 touches a game for him and not much more because he's, you know, he's been fragile. And they're not, you know, you wouldn't like to see them keep three quarterbacks, I don't think. And what are you going to do? Keep eight receivers? I don't think so. And the Broncos Four tight ends? No, you yeah, can't do that either. You can't. You can't do all that. Broncos released quarterback Kevin Hogan. Any interest in him? Um, not really. <laughs> no, I don't think so either. He's played a little bit, but I don't know. Doesn't do much for me. No, it doesn't. I think Hoyer is intriguing, though. Hoyer uh, at a yeah. He's not too old. He's got plenty of experience and. Uh, yeah, he's a guy that I think yeah, serviceable. I think serviceable, that's what, and that's, that's that's what you're looking for as a backup. Somebody who might, let's say, God forbid, Aaron Rodgers gets hurt, you know, week six. Packers are five and one. Let's say that seems unrealistic, but like I said, you want somebody just the whole point with that. De- you know, with the improved defense, you want somebody that can roll out, roll out there and get you two, two, maybe three touchdowns if you have a good running game, and uh, go from there. How impressed were you by the Badgers? Very impressive. Jonathan Taylor, I think, uh, made a big statement, showcase statement for his Heisman Trophy this year, I think, right off the bat. I think and so, I, too. And I, you know, shame on me for not researching South Florida enough, but I thought they'd be a little bit more competitive than 49 to nothing. Charlie Strong is the coach there. He's a guy who's been at a couple of bigger, big-time programs and didn't have those guys ready. So, Jonathan Taylor, big, big-time big game, and Cohen was all right. But get me into Big Ten season, then we'll talk. Well, we got a full full uh full weekend of racing up ahead along with your fantasy drafts and everything going on, everything else going on this weekend. Of course, so don't forget you have Portland IndyCar qualifying coming up this afternoon with the Portland Grand Prix tomorrow. We have NASCAR Xfinity race coming up this afternoon at Darlington and then don't forget the Southern the Bojangles Southern 500 tomorrow evening, Sunday evening at Darlington, a lot of fun out there. And also, let's not forget, we have Badger Midgets out at Angel Park Speedway for the Kevin Doty Memorial. And we also have uh, activities going on at Wilmont with sprint car action and everything. And let's not forget Great Lakes Dragway, where it is always a fun weekend on Labor Day. So uh, coming up next, we're going to be talking the throwback schemes at Darlington NASCAR Cup Series with Jeff Orlowski, myself, and Dennis Michelson from D-Mike Media coming up next on the Final Inspection Show.
back to the final inspection show brought to you by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove and our friends at David Hobbs Honda, Steve Zotke, along with Jeff Orlowski. And joining us on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline, it is Dennis Michelson. Welcome to the show, sir. It is a pleasure to be here as always, Mr. Z. And this is one of our favorite uh, segments of the year, of course. We go through all the throwback paint schemes for the Bojangles Southern 500 at Darlington. And uh, we, we go through all of them. So we're going to start right off. We're going to keep things moving because we got a lot of cars here. The number 00, the Starcom Fiber Car of Landon Castle, which is a throwback to the roughly 2000, 2001 Sterling Marlin uh, car, the Coors Light car originally, Felix Sabatis and Chip Ganassi. Very nice job. I give it a thumbs up. Uh, I thought they did a good job on it. Jeff, what says you? Yeah, I like it. I think it's nice. Uh, it's you know, it's a shame that it's not a Coors Light car. Yeah, and that it's some kind of thing that makes you poop. But uh, you know, it, uh, it it's a nice looking car. Dennis, what I loved was the special touches. They used the same font that they used to it's use. Very on important. The Coors Light on the yep. hood, and they've got the mountains along the bottom that just look cool. I'm not sure how they tie into the sponsor, but they do tie into the throwback, and it uh, fits one of my main rules for a throwback. If I look at it and I know what car is looking, yep. it's a good paint scheme. Very important. Yes, I totally agree. All right, Kurt Busch. Is uh, this is now this is a little interesting because now they're kind of trying something a little bit new. So I'll give them credit. Uh, it's kind of an uh, uh, homage to the '69 Chevrolet Camaro, very popular car, of course, uh, with uh, with the orange uh, grabber, orange, whatever you want to call it, with the two racing stripes. Just a classic look. Uh, not bad. You know, it's nothing to blow your socks off, but eh, I give it a meh. But it, it's nice. It's not a negative. I'm with you. I think it's kind of lame. Uh, it doesn't really resemble the the badass Camaro it's trying to, so I'm not a fan. And uh, count me in on the not a fan. If okay. I have to have an explanation of what it's trying to mimic, it's starting off bad. But every time I see that NASCAR vehicle, that is a Chevrolet called a Camaro. It gets my hackles up. Well, we could do a whole segment on that, so we won't even go there. Uh, the number two, Brad Kelsalsi. Of course, Miller. Now, they, they have a little bit of an advantage with uh, Miller because they've been in the sport for so long. And uh, this one uh, goes back to the Rusty Wallace 1996 with the uh, red and blue with the gold touches on there. Thumbs up. It's a throwback. It's a true throwback to the the Rusty Wallace car. Thumbs up. Yeah, I like it as well. I think it uh, it's well done. It looks nice. It looks mean. Uh, I'm a fan. Dennis? It's a perfect rendition of it because all they had to do was go into the files and grab the paint scheme uh, diagrams and, and make it. But, you know, while I do like it, it is not my favorite Rusty Wallace black and gold scheme i right. liked it better without the extra stripes at the bottom but uh kudos to penske for uh for nailing it on all accounts though of, of doing what they were wanting to do with the paint scheme 
All right, Austin Dillon, the number three uh, Darlington throwback. The Black Gold Oldsmobile Cutlass of Richard uh, Childress in the late 70s. That, uh, if those remember, the that Arrow Cutlass uh, was kind of boxy but had the the, the headlights on an angle. Uh, this is kind of interesting because they kind of cheated on this one. I know the car, and uh, it, it is it was number three, of course, because that was three was a Childress number, not an Earnhardt number. And it, they they do the logo and everything. I like what they did with it. However, they cheated a little bit because it had the old it the it has the you if you want to call it the Childress modern three the Earnhardt three whatever you want to call it the Dale three uh, they have the the modern number three on there which that car did not have but to be honest that the three that was on that car from I think seventy eight roughly was kind of an ugly three so I don't care but it looks cool it's black and gold it kind of if you if you don't have a a, a, a photo of it in front of you it kind of looks like the John the John Player Lotus. Uh, of the of the F1 days in the 70s so but any black any car that's black with gold trim always looks good Jeff yeah I'm with you Steve I think it looks very very nice it's well done uh Dennis I hope you're sitting down because I just said something that I guess is sort of nice about Austin Dillon uh he didn't screw this one up so I guess he's got that going for him yeah and I like the driver name on the door panel instead of above the door that oh yeah good point school. yep old school late 60s early 70s i think they really pulled that off well all right number six ryan newman this one is a little mm, I, I i don't know about this one okay so we have the 1993 color uh or, or uh what's the word kind of livery but with different colors so it looks it's painted up how the valvoline number six of mark martin would be with that kind of font that's kind of on an angle italic if you want to call it but it's in the oscar meyer colors so you're honoring the uh, uh so i i guess it's kind of cool that okay they're, they're trying to do the valvoline but they're, they're trying not to cheat it by by honoring while well, their sponsor is paying the money now, which is Oscar Meyer. So I, I'm kind of meh. I mean, it's all right. I, under, I, I, I understand what they're doing. So yeah, I know what car they're trying to honor. So I guess it's a map plus. What do you think, Jeff? I think it looks kind of lame. I do like, uh, <laughs> I like that it's got Velveeta on the back, but the whole Oscar Meyer thing and all that, it's just, it's lame. <laughs> Dennis. Ugly colors. But when I looked at it, I knew what they were trying to mimic. Right. Yeah. So, all right. This one's interesting. Uh, the number eight, uh, Daniel Hemrick, and uh, Caterpillar is a sponsor, and they went with uh, Caterpillar's original logo along with their original gray and red colors. So it's actually a throwback to the sponsor. So that way it's kind of interesting. It, it doesn't really honor a particular car, but I think it's interesting because if it has that original Caterpillar, it's kind of a cool old school 1920s maybe turn of the century font. So in, in that way, it's kind of interesting. Uh, Jeff, what do you think? I like it. I think it's a badass looking car. Uh, I like the colors on it. I think the hood looks cool as hell. You know, it's kind of weak that it's a uh, throwback to the sponsor, but, it, you know, if that helps keep the sponsor in the sport, so be it. So I'm a, I'm a fan. I give this one a thumbs up. Dennis? Retro look is uh, okay for the sponsor to choose their own retro look. Um, didn't understand it until yeah. I read about it. 
which of course loses points in my world. Okay. Uh, this one's interesting. The Chase Elliott Napa Chevrolet has Napa sponsorship on it. Kind of has the old, uh, and now they've they've done some stuff with with Elliott in the past. And this one is uh, it's just a throwback style scheme with the number nine. Um, I I don't know. It, it it's okay, I guess, but it's it's kind of it, I'm a meh meh to negative. Yeah, I think it's boring as hell. Uh, this is a big thumbs down to uh, to this car. I don't like it. Plus, they had the van, the matte finish in itself, which is not a throwback. Right. I like the matte finish uh, overall in general, but uh, this car is just ugly and boring. Dennis? I don't mind the paint scheme, but I just don't see any throwback value in it. Okay, very good. Uh, number 10, Eric Amarola. Uh, honors Tony Stewart's 2002 championship image. These are the ones that start to bother me because uh, for number one, uh, no, first of all, it's not the 20 car. It's a 10 car. The font doesn't match really anything. It's orange and black. Maybe I can kind of see, but it's a different sponsor. I, I just have issues with this one. I think this is a bit of a reach. Yeah, I'm with you. I think it. Uh, this is a swing and a miss as well. Um, not, you know, thumbs down. Dennis? I see what they were trying to do with this one. I instantly saw the Home Depot car of Tony, but it wasn't my favorite Home Depot paint scheme either. This was interesting. Number 11, Denny Hamlin, of course, FedEx, Joe Gibbs Racing. Uh, it's, a, it's a throwback to honor Daryl Waltrip's uh, uh, the old Western uni- Union car. I give this one a big thumbs up, big thumbs up, because it does look like the car. It's it, it, now I have a problem. Of course, I've said I don't like the number, but of course, Waltrip had number seventeen. This is number eleven, but they they nailed the the at least the one number on it, so you can kind of see the one uh, that you recognize it from the seventeen. Uh, but I, I I really give this one a thumbs up. Um, if you're going to go in this direction, they did it the right way, I guess. I don't like changing the number. I don't like a, a, a different sponsor, but it, it, it's it's a scheme that works for me. It's okay. Dennis? That's, a, that's all I've got. My favorite paint scheme of the whole bunch, but it will only stay at the top if they match it with an ugly chrome uniform and a chrome helmet. <laughs> if he shows up as the man from Chrome, then he's nailed the throwback. If he goes with his usual style FedEx gear, then I'm just going to give him an A. But he has a chance at an A+. Plus okay. If they really nail the uniform and the helmet choice here, because that is the Chrome days right. uh, of, of good old DW, and I like the fact that they're honoring DW uh, upon his retirement. Uh, number 12, Ryan Blaney. Now, this was interesting because you're sharing a sponsor. Uh, it's a throwback to Michael Waltrip's number 1990, number 30 car. It's the hood only. Uh, it's, yeah, yeah. Yeah, who cares? Yeah, I don't care. Uh, Dennis, I'm not even going to let you comment on that one. <laughs> 14, Clint Boyer. Here's another one. This is a swing and a miss. I, I, uh, the 2011 championship, not throwback enough. Uh, yeah, okay, it looks kind of cool, but yeah. Yep, same. 
Pass, uh, Dennis. Eight years is eight years is not a classic. Yeah. All right. Let's go up to eighteen. Now this is an interesting one. The eighteen, Kyle Busch, uh, Darlington Throwback, honoring Bobby Hillens Jr.'s Snickers car from nineteen ninety. I give this one a, 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 a like a B, I guess B plus because it it's their sponsor. Snickers is still in the sport. Uh, and Bobby Hillen ran number eight back in the day. This is 18. I wish they would have maybe done something with the font a little bit better, but it's pretty close. But, yeah, I kind of like it. Yeah, I, I agree. It's ugly, but it works. So, you know, thumbs three-quarters of the way up. <laughs> Dennis? When I think of Bobby Hillen, that's not the sponsor I think of. And same thing with Well, I understand car, that, but, yeah. But I see what they were trying to do there. Yeah. So, it, you know, it. A for effort or a B minus yeah. for effort. I maybe in my case the nineteen. This is just why do you even waste your time? It's a throwback to his two thousand and four Xfinity series. I mean that that talk about that's. Do you know what that is? That's leaning into the pitch on this one. You know they got on base, but they kind of cheated. Yeah, grasping at straws. Lame, boring, very lame. They didn't realize the assignment was due on Sunday, and all of a sudden they had to produce something. Uh, apparently the 20 did the same thing. This is pretty weak, too. Yeah, god-awful. It's late model. Who cares? Yep. Stu- I, don't, I remember that car for Eric Jones, and I don't even care. Yeah. It's it's not even close to, to anything that, that anyone would even remember or care about in right. that car. Uh, this one is, okay, the 21 car, Paul Menard. It's a throwback, Darlington throwback to honor Glenn Wood. Of course, uh, Glenn Wood, who, who passed on. But uh, it's a throwback to his car roughly in the late 50s. Uh, to be honest, none of us were alive when he ran that car. But even even for the 21 car, I don't really think of it. it, it I mean, it's, it, okay, I'll give him this. It is a true throwback. They got the font. A little bit of the car, but it doesn't uh, do anything for me. Well, I don't know what the hell the original one looked like, but I am a fan of the way that this car looks. So I'll give it a thumbs up. I like the numbers on it. I think the colors look cool. So, you know, thumbs up for me. But like I said, I have absolutely no idea what the hell that race car looked like. (laughs) Dennis? While I wasn't old enough to actually see the race car, I've seen all the videos, and they nailed it because what they did so good is it was the black hood and the black roof look, which was typical Glenwood all the mm-hmm. way. But I really liked that they had motorcraft going up uh, and down on the side, just like you used to have the horsepower of the car written up the uh, hood back in the Glenwood days. They nailed this one. And great that they honored Glenwood. I do like uh, that, yep. With, with his passing. And just another thing on, on some of these Joe Gibbs racing cars that I think what I'm most disappointed about is, you know, that they're not honoring any of the Hall of Famers. You know, I just, that to me doesn't make any sense. That's a good point. 24 car William Byron. I love this one. Days of Thunder. It's the City Chevrolet. Uh, once again, not matching numbers, but they kind of came close on the. Well, maybe not with the font, but it, the the paint scheme is so iconic. It does. Uh, it, 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 I give it a definite thumbs up. Nah, you know, it, <laughs> the movie sucked. Uh, the car's okay. Dennis. Well, if they add the specially matched 
set of tires so he can pass on the outside. <laughs> Corey LaJoy in the 32 at honors the Dale Jarrett 1991 Grand National car, which uh, I, I give him credit on this one because they're matching up the numbers. And I think that's very important. So uh, it wasn't a, a super popular, memorable car, but I do remember this car. Uh, it's not the same sponsor. Of course, back in the day, it was Nestle Crunch, Dale Jarrett. This one is, uh, I think, Corvette and uh, some other auto parts. Uh, so I'll give them. It, it does look like the car. I'll give them that. So, yeah, it's a thumbs up. Yeah, I like this car as well. You know, it's definitely got the Nestle Crunch colors and all that. Uh, I think it looks nice. I, You know, it, it works for me. Dennis? I see what they were trying to do with the car. They did a good job with it. But when I think Dale Jarrett, I don't think Nestle Crunch. I don't think this paint scheme. No, that is true. But I think they were trying to match up. I think they were looking through the archives for a number 32. And you know, that's, that's let, a nail. They, yeah. they did a good job with what they were aiming at. So I at least give them right. credit for trying. I will give them credit for that. I think they were looking for a 32 and for, I mean, there's not that many 32s, let's be honest. So I'll give them credit for that. I tell you what, let's take a quick break. And then well, we're going to do part two of uh, throwback schemes at Arlington on the final inspection show. This is Final Inspection with Steve Zockey. Presented by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove. On 105.7 FM, The Fan. And welcome back to the Final Inspection Show brought to you by legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove and David Hobbs Honda talking Darlington throwbacks with Jeff Orlowski and Dennis Michelson and myself, Steve Zotke. And uh, we're going to jump right back into this. Uh, we went through car number one through 32. Now we're going to work through the second half of the field. Number 34, the Michael McDowell car, Jimmy Means. I love Jimmy Means. I have this original model in my basement. It was a 1991 Pontiac Grand Prix sponsored by Elka-Seltzer, but it was number 52. It's It, it was a cool-looking car. This is 34. It is not Elka-Seltzer. I, I, I know what they're trying to do here, but I think they reached too much on this one. Uh, you got to have 52 on there. The 34 just kind of screws it up. They could have gone in another direction. I don't like it. Jeff? Yeah, I, I'm the same. I'm not a fan of this. Uh, if you're trying to, you know, recreate the Alka-Seltzer car, it needs to have more little bubbles that you can tell uh, <laughs> on it. So, no thanks. Dennis? They actually nailed this paint scheme because when I saw it, I knew this was the right. Alka-Seltzer car. So, that's the only point I'm giving them because Jimmy Means, is there a tie-in to that team? Right. With Jimmy Means, I'm just not sure. But uh, A for effort on that one because I didn't have to look that one up. All right. Uh, the 36 car, Matt Tiff, uh, I, uh, Darlington Throwback, we're on our Michigan Motorsports Hall of Fame. David Hilliker, Date Lum, uh, that's just, all right, whatever. All right, we're skipping. We're not even, I'm not even going to let you guys watch. That's a thumbs down. All right, David Reagan. This is another one I have a problem with, uh, honoring David Pearson's 1969 Ford Torino Cobra, which is one of the most iconic. I would say, Dennis, that's probably, 
and easily top twenty five was some of the most iconic one the uh, that home in the Moody car most iconic race cars of all time. But it was seventeen. It was not thirty eight. The blue doesn't match up. The gold doesn't match up. This thing ain't even close. I, I, I it it okay. Thank th- thank you guys for 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 backing Shriners Hospital. But that, that that's as far as you get on this one. This is just uh, I'm just very disappointed in this one. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. I love the sponsor with Shriners Hospital, but uh, that's it for me. And David Reagan does so much for Shriners all year long. I was glad to see that he was able to put that sponsor on the car. But when I look at that, I don't have a clue what they're trying to mimic. Yeah, I I, I mean, it would have been nice if, if NASCAR would maybe give them uh, an exemption you know, a, a better way would have been having the car 27 for this week and maybe honor Banjo Matthews with that iconic red with the black hood and, and then have Shriners Hospital on there somewhere. But this is just, uh, it, 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 you know, and you know, they even do the, the 429 cubic inches on there, you know, fine, but it's not in exactly in the right place. I, I just think it's weak. Maybe maybe it's going to look darker uh, I, I, you know, when you see it in person, but the photo here, it doesn't look that great. I'm just kind of very disappointed. Speaking of disappointment, the 41 car, Daniel Suarez, it's a, 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 again, once again, honoring the Home Depot car. It has Haas. It, I, I under, I know what they're trying to do here, but it's 41. I, I, I don't know. I just don't like it. How many damn Tony Stewart throwbacks do we need in the same season? Well, Jesus. His, his name you. his name is on Thank the team. You. I think that's why. Yeah, well, give me a break. This, you know, they all have sucked, and this one goes right in the same basket. All right, 42. Uh, Ricky Craven's Kodiak Chevrolet for Kyle Larson. Uh, I'm not seeing it. Once again, the numbers don't match up. This is, of course... Uh, the Kodiak car was f- for what about ten years, Dennis, on on the series. It, it, I I don't see it on this one. Thumbs down from me. I actually saw this one. I I really understood what they were trying to go for uh, on this car, and I have a feeling that when you see it from the front and you see it from above, you might like a little bit more. Not my favorite because I always thought that was kind of an ugly paint scheme anyway. Yeah. But I at least understood what they were trying to do. Speaking of ugly paint schemes, uh, of course, the Bubba Wallace 43 car, which was uh, the, the car of Adam Petty, which at the time I did not like, but I was a big Adam Petty fan, so I didn't really care about the car. Uh, of course, who tragically lost his life in Loudoun. And, and uh, but this is pretty cool. I it's a big thumbs up that they're honoring uh, uh, Adam Petty and of course the Victory uh, Junction uh, campgrounds and, and what they do. Uh, very cool. Uh, big thumbs up for for the Petties on this one. Yeah, I knew exactly what they were going for. It it works. It's fine. I like it. A cell phone company that is no longer in business, so they couldn't exactly use the same sponsor. But they did use the same random four cans of paint that they <laughs> have left over from doing the house that year, yeah. which is what I really think uh, how they came up with this. Uh, it was just whatever was left over. We're going to throw some orange, some purple, some green, some yellow together. Hey, there we go. We've got a paint scheme. <laughs> but I love the fact that they're honoring Adam, and I love the fact that they're uh, taking good care of reminding everybody about Victory Junction Game Camp. 
Oh, this is interesting. Of course, uh, JTG Doherty Racing and Ryan Priest, a 47 car, honoring Ron Bouchard uh, with his throwback, dating back quite a few years uh, with the old Buick Regal. Uh, I was a Ryan Bouchard fan. Uh, he was a, a guy from the modified ranks. A lot of people. You know, he's more known for that Race Hill farm car, which you got a, a surprise win at Talladega, which was yellow. This is this is a true throwback. Matches up pretty well, but it's not, it is a very very obscure. This is a this is gonna almost a PhD level in NASCAR history if you remember this car. Uh, Jeff, what do you think? Yeah, I don't have a PhD in anything, but I do like the way that this car looks. If that you know, it's if a that's classic something. look. Yep, Dennis. They nailed this one, and I love the fact that it's Ryan Priest honoring Ron Bouchard. You know, it's uh, the New England guys have to take care of it, uh, each other, and it was good to see Ronnie Bouchard honored. I agree. It wasn't the, the paint scheme that you think of, but I did still remember that red, white, and blue car. Right, and this is where this uh, the next car is forty eight car Jimmy Johnson, and this is where you you maybe some of these teams are running out of ideas. This is a throwback that's modeled after a Chevy Thunder Trophy truck, which he piloted in nineteen ninety five, which only a handful of people saw. And uh, if I saw this truck, I would also say the truck was ugly because. This is one horrendous, uh, uh, horrendous paint scheme, Jeff. Yeah, I agree. It's boring as hell, and uh, who cares about his Thunder Trophy truck from '95? Uh, two big, gigantic thumbs down, Dennis. It'll look like it belongs in the back of the pack, fighting for a lucky <laughs> oh, That's oh, where oh. he might end up being. Nice, nice. All right, and now we have the '51 car. Uh, Ricky Ware Ra Racing, which is a throwback to the Stroker Ace car, and this is just awful. Just, just, I mean, uh, okay, Stroker, it's red. It's, it, it's, it's a red car. It doesn't look anything like the Stroker Ace car, Jeff. Well, ever since Rick Ware threw Slayer off the car, I hate everything about him <laughs> and his team. So this sucks, Dennis. Well. You know, it would be better if uh, they, they had hired me to wear the chicken suit and, and got old, uh, what was it, Clyde Turkle's chicken pants, yes. something like that. Um, I get what they were trying to do, but um, no thank you. All right, let's go through these last three real quickly. Uh, Reed Sorensen, the 77 car. Unless he hits the wall, we're not going to see it, but it does honor uh, the <laughs> MRN radio for 50 years. Okay, it's blue uh alex bowman is a throwback car honoring tim richmond uh it's awful 88 car it's not the number it's just burgundy with some red paint on it it's, it's it doesn't no doesn't look anything like tim richmond's car jeff yeah, you know, I think the car looks sharp. but It looks yeah. good, but it doesn't look like Tim Richmond's car. Right, it doesn't look like the car is trying to honor, but I think it's, an, it's a sharp-looking car. Dennis? Good-looking car, but uh, bad execution of the uh, paint scheme. One thing I did like about that MRN 77, all 11 radio stations that have been affiliates of MRN since the very beginning, all 50 years, are honored on the car. That's pretty cool. That is very cool. All right, the final one. This is a surprise. Uh, the 95 car, Matt DiBenedetto, honors uh, Toyota Racing and the IMSA GTO program from Dan Devine, all, or Dan Devine, 
uh, Dan Gurney All-American Racers, the 95 car. Uh, surprisingly, if you would have told me they were going to do this, I would have screamed and said, no, 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 don't do it. But uh, the fonts and, and the colors match up. It's a, The cars were plain white. They actually kind of pulled this off. It's not bad. It's a... Uh, uh, you know, and it's it's a Toyota, it's a Camry, so you got some uh, synergy there. I give it a thumbs up, Jeff. Yeah, there's been a hell of a lot worse uh, ones that we've talked about already. So this one, you know, it's average. Dennis, once they mentioned what program they were trying to mimic, and I looked at it a second time, they really nailed the hood. Having Toyota and the '95 up there the way they did mm-hmm. was very reminiscent of how those cars did their hood uh, back in the day. So I give them credit, and I like the fact that they kind of did a little bit of a reach back to honor something that was a little bit different. Dennis, uh, who do you like tomorrow night at Darlington? I'm going with Kevin Harvick. Um, He has scored the most points in the last five races at Darlington, and I'm looking for him just to try to stay out of trouble all night long. Jeffrey. Uh, I am going to go with... uh... Uh, Kyle Bush. All right, I'm going to go with Brad Keselowski in that Miller car. I think that uh, that can uh, ride into victory lane with Johnny Rebel on the hood. It's going to be shocking when you see Johnny Rebel come out, but we'll see what happens on, on the news cycle on Monday. So now you guys make me feel bad because you both picked <laughs> beer cars, and so I should have taken... I should have taken good old uh, Landon, Castle. Landon Castle with the double zero fiber, you know, and that, it's not Coors Light, but it makes you poop also. But uh, yeah, I'm the one guy not going uh, for the beer sponsor All right. this week. Dennis, thank you so much for joining the show. Looking forward to chatting with you next week. Always a pleasure, guys. Dennis Michelson on the Final Inspection Show. We'll have more coming up next on the Final Inspection Show brought to you by Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove. Make sure you get out there this Labor Day weekend along with David Hobbs Honda. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.